If you will turn with me in your bulletin, we have the Christmas story printed, Luke chapter 2. I want you to notice a verse there at the end of this Christmas story, Luke chapter 2, verse 19. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. You will absolutely miss Christmas if you miss the words of Christmas. You'll you'll miss the Christmas message if you miss the words of the Christmas message. Words matter. Words tell us stories. Words tell us the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Words are important. Words have meaning. Words are the way in which God has chosen, the way in which God has ordained to communicate His will and His word to us generation after generation after generation. There are some words that I think we should especially take note of in the Christmas story that is before us, specifically those words found in Luke chapter 2, verse 19. These are the words of the gospel writer Luke. As most scholars believe, he documented a conversation that he had with Mary, the mother of Jesus, thinking back on these events surrounding the birth of her son. It was Luke's burden. It was his opportunity. It was his life's goal here to write an orderly account of the life and the death and the birth and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So if he was going to do this, why not go back to one of the original sources? Someone who was there on the scene, Mary, the mother of Jesus. I like to imagine Luke very nervously interviewing Mary and asking her questions about her life and her family. And then he would save maybe some of his bigger questions for the end. The first two uh, chapters of Luke are concerned with the, the events surrounding the birth of Jesus. So maybe Luke asks Mary some questions like, What did the angel tell you? Maybe he asked her a question. What were those ragtag shepherds doing at your child's birth? (laughs) What did they say? And then perhaps one of his big questions went like this. Mary, what did you think about all these things when they were happening to you? What, what was going through your, your mind? And then Luke 2, verse 19, Luke records, But Mary treasured up these things, pondering them in her heart. Treasuring, pondering, treasuring, pondering. Those are two words that are worth considering this Christmas Eve. How do we treasure And ponder Christmas in our hearts. This Christmas Eve, amidst all the excitement, all the anticipation, let's consider how to treasure and to ponder the Christmas message. The first, treasuring Christmas. These words, these events, they they meant something to Mary. They were some of her most precious and fondest memories. 
She probably recounted them many times to many of Jesus' disciples, but now we have them recorded for us here in Luke's gospel. And he not only records the events themselves, but he also, in a sense, is recording the the emotions, uh, the feelings, the, the reactions of those who witnessed all these amazing events. Angels, shepherds, a manger scene, a virgin birth, a promise of salvation. All of these things were precious to Mary. They were precious treasures to her. To treasure something means to to keep it safe and sound, to preserve it in our memories, to try and never forget it. To treasure something is to experience with our emotions and feel it in our hearts and to, to savor it. Treasuring something is not so much something that we, that we do, but it's a posture that we have towards something. Treasuring is almost like a feeling. We all have things that we treasure, things that we will never forget. Maybe things like Christmas memories, family memories, college memories. Those of us who are parents, we will, we will never forget the birth of our children those memories, the birth of children, they leave lasting impacts on us. We'll never forget them. The birth of a tr- child is, is miraculous. It's a precious, treasured memory of a parent's. The birth of Mary's child was no different. But her birth of her child was no ordinary birth because there were promises made. There were heavenly visitors that came down. News of this birth spread widely before there was social media. It was amazing, and Mary treasured these things. But what about us? How do we treasure Christmas? How do we keep the Christmas story, the Christmas message in our minds and in our hearts all year long? Because the truth is, Christmas is not going to mean mean very much to you unless you take the time to treasure, to cherish the Christmas message, the Christmas story, the incarnation, God becoming flesh, Jesus our Emmanuel, God with us, God for us. We must treasure these things. But we must also ponder them. Luke not only records that Mary treasured these events surrounding the first Christmas, but she pondered them. She thought about them often. To ponder means to think about something, to let it roll around in your mind and in your head and to think about all the implications of what something means and and how it might play out and, and, and how do we interpret it. You've heard that there's Two types of people, there's, there's thinkers and there's doers. I tend to be more of a doer, but I really appreciate thinkers. I really appreciate how they are able to ponder something and contemplate something and think about all the possibilities and scenarios. And Mary pondered the birth of her child. Probably for all of her life, she was affected by what it meant and why God had chosen her. The mystery and the wonder of the incarnation was obviously very personable 
for her. It had to affect her deeply as a mother, but also a Christian. She was obviously not someone who was unmoved by the good news. We believe that Mary understood the good news was for all people, and especially her. And so how do we ponder Christmas? How do we let the good news of God becoming flesh, God coming down, being born as a man, born to die so that we may live? How do we ponder this? The, the Bible describes this type of pondering as, as hiding God's word in our hearts, treasuring God's word in our hearts. And to do this to means to take the words of God and let them affect our hearts that not only do we acknowledge that something is true, but we are hopeful that it will, that it will change the way that we live. It will affect our, our lives. And so when the Bible speaks of the heart, of treasuring something in our heart, pondering in our heart, in this sense, it's not talking about the, the organ, even though I'm pointing to my heart right now. It's talking about the essence of who we are, all of who we are, our emotions, our feelings, our thoughts, our bodies, our minds, our wills. That is our heart. The very essence of who we are, the, the center of our being, to ponder the Christmas message simply means this. It means to preach the gospel to yourself. It's to remind yourself that the gospel message, it's amazing, it's, it's powerful, it's, it's life-changing. It's what Christmas is all about. To ponder the Christmas message is to meditate on the wondrous love of God that He would send His own one and only Son that we could have salvation, so that we could have peace and joy that is far beyond anything we could ever imagine. And so how do you actively and daily treasure Christmas in your heart? Well, you have to go back to the source. You have to go back to the words, the words of Christmas. And we must meditate on them memorize them, study them, hear them preached, hear the good news over and over and over so that we won't forget because we are prone to forget. So that these words will become precious treasures to us so that we can think about it and chew on it and let it affect our thinking, thinking and, our, and our lives. Pondering and treasuring is not a passive thing. It's not something we just let happen to us. It's something that we do. It's something that we must do. We must ponder and treasure Christmas. The truth is, Christmas is not something that we just celebrate in December. It's something we celebrate all year long. Because the Christmas story, it's the gospel story, is it not? It's the good news that God became a man. He became Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus lived for 33 years and lived a, a perfect and sinless life. And when the fullness of time had come, he inaugurated a three-year ministry where he taught us what it meant to be disciples in God's kingdom, 
where he taught us what it meant to live in the way of the kingdom of heaven. And because we cannot make ourselves right with God, he was crucified. He sacrificed himself. But his sacrifice was unlike any other sacrifice that had ever been given. His sacrifice was once and for all. That is a message worth pondering and treasuring all year long, is it not? Christ died for us. He was born to die. He was born so that we could live forever. I hope and pray that you know this good news and that you will treasure it and ponder it all year long. Merry Christmas. Let's pray. Our God and our Father, we thank you so much for this really, really, really good news. That a Savior has been born who is Christ the Lord, who is God with us, who is our Emmanuel, who is our Savior and our King. And so, Father, I pray that you would help us to treasure and to ponder the good news. And let us not forget it. Let us read about it. Let us hear about it. Let us sing about it. And we do that now in Jesus' name. Amen. If you will stand and hold your candles, and we will sing Silent Night and light our candles.